0: Welcome to this mini pod, forecast awesome, here at the Fairy Tale Studio, where celebrating is what we do best. Here is your host and new best friend, Tracy L. Schreiber. Hello, hello there, and welcome to Forecast Awesome, sweet friend. I am so excited to be coming to you in the most hot, humid part of the year, and I am calling this the. Good dog days of summer. I've actually been giving tips on Facebook and Instagram, and I don't know, I'm just all in on this dog behavior stuff. So I thought today I would read an excerpt from my book, Dog on Oils Change Your Mind, Change Your Dog. I think it's good to share info and love on others with knowledge. So here it goes. This is a little backstory and then some amazing tips to help you with your pup. I kept hearing his name over and over. Caesar Milan, that is. Like a knock at the door, I thought, who is this Caesar? Finally, I found out who this dog whisperer was, put to practice what I learned from him, and my pack was never the same. I have to admit, my introduction was slow coming, but as I studied his methods, I was empowered to enforce peace where there was no peace. I was amazed how he could shift people's psychological and emotional state through their dog. No Ph.D. necessary. I'm not sure if Caesar has ever been given honorary Ph.D., but I had one to give. I would do so. And no doubt, God used Caesar to teach me how to let go of the past to affect my dogs and ultimately my life He changed my brain and therefore my thinking. Now my life's motto is, change your thinking, change your dog. Basically, change your mind, change your dog, change your thinking, and that changes everything. Do you know that when your energy is good, even birds and squirrels and lizards will come close to you? To that thought, my best friend Beverly, who has been on this pod before, would probably say, I will pass on the lizard thing. Did I mention my BFF Beverly? Well, she's the Navy SEAL number two, who taught me about the power of emotional release, animals and essential oils, and even more. She has a PhD in common sense and wisdom. She's a people whisperer. You know her from the other day in the podcast. She also has the remain calm and carry on thing down. I learned this very early in our friendship when my son talked my daughter into eating a tallow tree leaf while outside jumping on the trampoline. I was a freak out queen for the first 20 years of motherhood. I wish I understood the nature of calm energy while I was raising my kids, especially the day that I called poison control while having a nervous breakdown. Beverly kept telling me in a calm voice, everything is going to be fine. I thought nothing of the sort, but in the end, she was right. For years, she has been my beautiful, smart, cool friend who I've looked to for wisdom. Now, I want to be your Navy SEAL. So here are 10 things you need to know right now to help your dog. Number one, very important. Give your dog a job. Exercise and fulfillment are crucial to earning trust with your dog. Walks equate to leadership. Walks are like love on leash. Positively challenge your dog with activities. The higher level of energy required, the better. Your dog's behavior will give you a clue to what he or she needs. Like what a dog is bred to do. Is he, she a hunter? A retriever? Maybe he wants to herd the kids or hide objects. You can use these activities to engage your pup and fulfill the innate desires he or she is born to do. You get the idea. Number two, be a mama dog. Communicate with calm, gentle, but firm rules. Boundaries and limits. A well-timed touch or noise to express what you want is vital to provide direction that leads to a well-behaved and balanced dog. Giving correction keeps you out of the bribery game. You can change the cycle, but rewards combined with the mama dog boundaries and limits make for a more balanced approach to displaying leadership in your dog's brain. Number three, making time for follow through. Patience is your greatest asset while achieving the goals for your dog. Setting up scenarios that give you this patient advantage keeps you in first place and gives your dog the time to accept the experiences you want to happen. Make sure you are always one step ahead of them in terms of leading them to what you want. One example I'll write more about later is entering the car with no issues. You first, making sure you allow for extra time, creates the opportunity to accomplish what you want without the stress and frustration of time constraints. And if you can't go first, you command your pup to jump up into the car. Number four, think about what you're thinking about. If your dog is acting out, take a deep breath (sighs) and take a quick inventory of what's in your mind. Many behaviors are turned around with a change of thoughts. Your energy is everything to a dog. Dogs are bilingual. They first understand your energy, then your body language. Be intentional about thinking positively and taking a leadership stance. Write down your goals for you and your pup. Then get to believing. Train your brain for the great things you want to see in a dog. Doing this consistently is both powerful and effective. Raise your expectations for seeing the best in your dog. I mean, you may get laughs for making a doggy vision board, but no one will be laughing at you when your pup is the best dog ever. Number five, remember, food and treats are affection and energy. Think about this. Physical energy comes and goes. Food, treats, cuddles, and excitement are all energy-producing. So before you extend any of these to your dog, ask yourself, have I subtracted some of his or her energy today? I call this doing the math of balance. Examples for subtracting energy are working for food, adding backpacks to walks, even when using part of their meal as a treat to reward them as you work with them on commands. They know, and then rewarding them with the rest of the meal in a peaceful, enjoyable state. These types of energy-subtracting activities will all help to establish leadership for you in your dog's eyes. Number six, get the right leash for you and your pet. In an on-leash world, this tool becomes the hotline from your brain to your dog's brain. The leash should give you confidence and ability to communicate with your dog. Number seven, when your dog sees your face, let him see a smile. Dogs have very short memories of what just happened, approximately one to three seconds. So when dealing with a doggy offense, if it's beyond those few seconds, calm down, clean it up, let it go, and smile. With dogs, it is all about the patterns. Showing them a pattern of joy is an excellent way to get them to return to your side consistently. Number eight. Resist the urge to nurture insecurity. Understanding when and how to nurture can be a hard lesson if you are just being introduced to the world of dog behavior. Dogs are not the same as human babies. Caressing insecurity, excitement, or imbalance will only encourage the continuation of unwanted behavior. You need to learn what a mama dog response would be to these behaviors. I've learned this over the years and applied it when necessary. As you can imagine, the results are mind-blowing. But hey, mama dogs know what's best, right? So here's what she would do. Mama dogs begin communicating what is and isn't acceptable right away. I know I had a front row seat to the mother of all mama dog responses one day at a dear friend's house. I was smitten with their five-week-old corgi pups. Watching them, I saw Big Sister begin to chew on her brother's ear mercilessly. Before I could remove the ear from the mouth of the puppy, Mama Dog Hallie got off her queen-sized doggy bed, leapt onto the puppy box, and headbutted Big Sis, knocking her off of little brother. Well, isn't that amazing for all those that think correction is mean? I say if mama dog does it, we should too. A physical touch, gentle, quick, and well-timed. Recently, I had the awesome opportunity to fly to upstate New York and drive back a 10-week-old puppy to Texas. Sweet rubble. During that trip, I learned enough to fill this book. And if we had been on a plane, those incorrect responses would have been at an all-time high. When a puppy cries or whines, you really have no choice but to console for the environment of the plane. So off we went through 1,900 miles of mama dog response time to this sweet boy. When I put him in the car, he immediately began jumping and mouthing and acting puppy crazy. But in no time, I had him in his travel bag and we were on our way. When he whined, I just gave the bag a little tap and the famous Caesar Millan ch- rubble calmed down and went to sleep we drove and stopped to stretch potty and have our meals and stayed in a hotel two nights I accomplished so much training over these three days by the end of our trip rubble was potty trained leash trained and sleeping through the night I used lavender essential oil at night and he curled up next to his travel bag on the hotel bed At 10 weeks old, Rubble did a stellar job. If I spent our time cuddling him to settle him down or caressed him when he whined, it would have been another story. Remember, mama dogs cannot hug, hold, or stroke. They lick, gently push, and sometimes growl or snap. Not with an intent to harm, but to redirect the pup let him know his behavior is not desired. Our behavior is always teaching our pup something. One of our dogs, Brewster Bear. Well, when we picked him up, he cried and fussed all the way home. And you guessed it, we petted him and consoled him. Occasionally, we dealt with Brewster's lip-licking and tail-tucked behavior, which always started an uproar with one of our other dogs. This is very rare these days, since we address him instead of the other dog. We finally learned... And thank you, God. And thank you, Caesar. All of this is to say, if we had ignored or corrected the insecure behavior, we would not have had countless opportunities to deal with Brewster's nervousness that brought on unnecessary behavior from our other dog. It doesn't feel right to do things like a mama dog. But again, remember, a dog is not an infant. Dogs have different psychology. When you start acting like a mama dog as you respond to your pet, you will see results and their behavioral changes will make you a believer. Number nine, don't imagine the worst when leaving your pet behind. There are many tools to support your dog when he or she is home alone. But the number one treat you can give your dog when you leave is your happy, unguilty attitude. Your dog does not understand why you feel guilty. He will only know something upset you. So leave them a blanket, a million toys, and safe, brain-challenging, healthy chews, Diffuse lavender, or something like that. But most importantly, let go of anxious feelings and leave your dog behind with calm, happy thoughts. And number 10, use all of the natural resources available to you to positively affect your dog. The environment, inclines, barriers, and so on can give you a physical advantage and good energy that gives you the psychological advantage. So I truly hope y'all have enjoyed that excerpt from my book, Dog on Oils, Change Your Mind, Change Your Dog. And I surely hope that you can put some of these tips to use. I hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as I have. And until next time, blessings and awesomeness to you and your sweet And we'll see you here in Forecast Austin.